The Pelicans start their season tomorrow night, so what will the rotation and minutes allotment look like for New Orleans? And how does that change with the injuries? I'll break down the expected rotation for you, plus we finally see a leak of the City Edition jersey. Let's talk about it. It's Locked On Pelicans on a Tuesday. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Tuesday, one more day, and we get live Pelicans basketball. We'll preview tomorrow's game in tomorrow's show, and then immediately when it goes final, we are going to break down the game in a live post-game episode of Locked on Pelicans like we did for some of the preseason games as well. We're going to be doing those a lot, so if you want to follow along, watch the show live, get the instant reaction, be there with me, give your thoughts in the chat, make sure you subscribe to Locked on Pelicans on the YouTube page also, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, too. And become an everydayer. Listen Monday through Friday because we are the number one Pelicans podcast comedy like nobody else does. But we haven't missed many shows being consistent here. And today, we're doing what you all want to hear, the rotations. I have a spreadsheet up on one of my screens right here with the minutes allotment and there's... Excel and st- stuff like that going on with it to kind of break it all down. I want to talk about the City Edition jerseys today, too. A little bit of the thought process that went into all of that. And then, by the way, those Bucks picks now, like, actually worthless for the New Orleans Pelicans. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. So let's get into the minutes allocation, the rotation. I had to do, I had to do, I, I, I rarely will do two takes of something. You just want to peek behind the scenes of how I do the show. You know, I always write out my cold open and I kind of read that off a little thing right here. And I said, you know, the Pelicans start their season tomorrow night. So what will the rotation and minutes restriction look like for the Pelicans? And subconsciously had a mit, said minutes restriction because we always are dealing with injuries here and players are on a minutes restriction when the word proper word was allotment. So I had to redo it. And now we're here. Tells you something, right? So I'm going with a 10-man rotation. You know, I think that's usually what most teams do. And there are certain things you look at when it comes to players. You know, stints for players out there on the court tend to be, not always, but even on the minimum, in like seven-minute increments. So giving guys you know, two, three minutes, like just doesn't really work. It needs to kind of be a stint of seven minutes for them to kind of get into the game. You know, if you go to basketball dash reference, there's a couple other tools there. You can see visualizations of the rotation of when a guy played, when he was subbed out and someone came in and all of those things. And it can give you an idea of how long players play for. And that's really useful over the course of a season with some people who do some really cool data visualizations with that. Well, You look at that and you see seven minutes, you know, not always some guys play eight, 10 depends, but usually the minimum seven barring like foul trouble or something like that, or like minutes at the end of the game and garbage time that don't quite count. So keep that in mind when you do rotations and you're trying to fit guys in, you know, guys stepping on the court for three minutes doesn't do a whole lot of work. So let's dive into this here because you'll see that kind of come up. 
in what I have allocated for players. So let's look at a healthy rotation. Your starters, right, are Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Herb Jones, and Jonas Valanciunas. I don't think Trey's starting, you know, especially now, but let's say he's coming off the bench. Zion plays 34 minutes. Brandon Ingram plays 34 minutes. CJ plays 33 minutes. Herb Jones plays 30 minutes. Jonas Valanciunas plays 23 minutes. These are kind of in line a little bit with their historical averages and the minutes you would want to give to your backup players. You could tweak these by a minute, two, plus or minus, but I think this is about what it's going to end up being for the starters. That gives you a total of 154 minutes. There are four, uh, 240 minutes available in a game, 48 minutes by position, 48 point guard minutes, 48 shooting guard minutes, so on and so forth. That means from that, you have 86 remaining minutes to give out. If healthy, I think Trey Murphy is going to be one of the first guys that comes in. You know, I look to give him 28 minutes per game. You know, he averaged more than that last year, but that was also as a starter. You could give him more minutes, I think. You could get him above 30, 31, potentially, add three to it, take it away from a couple of other places, and I'll explain where in a minute. You know, Larry Nance Jr. is going to be your first big off the bench. You know, he's getting 21 minutes per game. That's what he did last year. Valanciunas was healthy. He was healthy for the most part. He was injured, but playing. So I think they're going to kind of share those allotment of minutes that gives you about five, four minutes of Zion at the five lineups if you need it, or for potentially Cody Zeller to come in and soak up some of those center minutes. But Nancy's predominantly, you know, their backup five, but his minutes aren't at plus JVs aren't going to add up to 48, just given things, I think. After him, you have Jose Alvarado, 15 minutes, two stints there. Dyson Daniels with 15 minutes as well. And then Najee Marshall with seven minutes, one stint for him for the most part, I think. You know, you could tweak some of these. You could take a minute or two away from Jose, from Dyson, could give those to Trey. You could dial back Zion and Brandon Ingram's minutes a little bit too, I think. If you want them to play 33 minutes each, that gives you minutes elsewhere for other guys to maybe bump some of those bench guys up. You know, maybe Herb at 30 is a little bit high, but that's kind of what he plays for the team. This does change, though, because we kind of have some injury updates for opening night. You know, they're going to be without Trey. Jose Alvarado, we saw at practice, hasn't gone through like full-on scrimmages. I'd say his availability on Wednesday tomorrow is not going to be there. Najee is still out injured. So that's three guys that are missing that are in the rotation. Those are significant minutes there that we have to kind of readjust. So here's the rotation as I see it without Trey, Jose, or Najee. Zion plays 35 minutes. Your starters don't change, which is good. Zion, bump him up to 35 minutes. Brady Ingram, 35 minutes. CJ McCollum staying at 33 minutes because you want to keep him fresh. Herb Jones, 32 minutes. Valanciunas, the same at 23. That gives you 82 remaining minutes for your bench. So it's actually down four minutes from when everyone's healthy because you're relying on your starters a little bit more. Larry Nance Jr. going to still play 21 minutes or so. I think Dyson Daniels basically gets an extra stint and gets bumped up to 22 minutes. Kyra Lewis Jr. is going to fill that Jose Alvarado role, for better or worse, with 15 minutes. Jordan Hawkins comes in and gets 17 minutes, I think, kind of filling what you used to give to um, Dyson Daniels, who's got a bump up in minutes, is kind of getting like Trey's minutes or so. And then you also have EJ Liddell maybe with one stint in there as a big to spell a guy like Larry Nance Jr. or so with seven minutes or kind of be the backup to Zion when it comes to everything. So that's kind of the way I see some of this 
working right now. You might get Cody Zeller minutes in there if you need to play Larry Nance Jr. at the four instead of just at the five if he's kind of given a break to Zion Williamson. But that's kind of how I see it. You know, I, I think you could maybe give Jordan Hawkins a few more minutes, take him away from Kyra Lewis Jr. a little bit. And I hope that's what they they do. Dyson might get more minutes there, taking some away from Hawkins, Kyra, and maybe even EJ Liddell. But that's kind of how I see the rotation shaking out with the injuries to the team currently. Let me know what you think in the comments down below on YouTube. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Who do you think is the biggest beneficiary? You know, obviously this changes when like Jose comes back, but say Trey and Najee are still out or Najee comes back and Trey and Jose are still out. That's all going to get adjusted and change a little bit too. But overall, this is kind of how I see everything playing out with the team. So coming up next... City Edition jerseys have been hinting at these things for a little while. Let's talk about that, give you my thoughts and some of the thought process and things like that that goes into these coming up in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Right now, I'm excited to tell you about FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. If you want to bet the Pelicans on opening night, the money line just to win the game. There's injuries. Steven Adams for the Memphis Grizzlies is a real big thing. Pelicans were underdogs. You think they're going to just win outright? Place a $5 bet. You get $200 back, win or lose. It's a great offer. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, probably no better time because this is one of the best promotions I have seen from them at, that they've run on our network here. And the app is super easy to use. There's tons of betting options, spread, spreads, player props. You want to get in on Zion's over under for points. You can do that. Anything is going to be out there for you, and you can also combine them into a same-game parlay. Wager a little bit, win big if you hit them all. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and tip off the NBA season. FanDuel's an official partner of the NFL, the official sportsbook of Locked On. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down Everything you want to know about this Pelicans team, the number one Pelicans podcast, coming to you every single day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. We will be live after the game on Wednesday. I'm excited about that. We'll be doing those a lot. So make sure you join in that show. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you want to support the channel, become an everydayer. Listen Monday through Friday. A bunch of y'all came up to me this weekend and said you were an everydayer. Some of you said that in the Tulane game too. It was a lot of fun. I love meeting y'all. I love seeing your passion. Don't hesitate to come up to me if you see me at the arena or any time out there. I appreciate you all taking the time, and I'm going to make the time for you to talk and ask you questions about the team. And if you really want to support the channel, the subtext, the Lockdown Pelicans Insiders Group, the, uh, the link to join is down below. I spilled a little bit of tea with the jerseys and everything. I'll share some of this here, but I gave them a whole lot more info. So make sure you join that. That's where all the trade rumors and things that I hear that I can't put out here are going to go. So it's going to be a lot of fun. 14-day free trial. You don't like it? Canceled. It's $4.99 a month, though. It's not like it's a lot of money or anything like that. And it supports the channel. That's always a good thing, right? So we had the injury update to Jose Alvarado. It looks like he's not going to be ready on opening night. want to get that out of the way. It's kind of the second bullet point over here. City Edition jersey has leaked. This is matches up pretty well with what I had seen from kind of like almost like a like a, a draft sheet of it. The what I had seen looked a little bit more blue. This is green. It's black. Got the like neon green in there and then kind of purple around it. And it's hinting at kind of like a voodoo theme. 
I thought it was going to be the blue that kind of matched the court. The lighter blue is what it was. And maybe that has changed because I saw it about a year ago. Shout out to the person who showed that to me, which I'm not going to say right here and get that person in trouble. But appreciate you, seriously. So I think it looks okay. It's different. I don't think it is the most like standout jersey we've ever seen. I do kind of like the starkness of the letters and numbers, the colors, the contrast to the black. You know, would I buy this? Probably not. But I just like they did something different. It's not a Mardi Gras jersey, right? It's not the city flag. This is something that's just kind of like, okay, that's fun. Like the voodoo idea, right? It's just kind of like cool. I don't want to call it edgy per se, but it's not not edgy maybe. It's just something they really haven't done before. And it just kind of leans into something a little bit funky. And I think that's important. What I had wanted to see from the, that, what I'd wanted to see this team do. They've had a lot of kind of really edgy, interesting designs that would have worked. And I've seen some of those too. And those would be frankly amazing if they were to do that. But, you know, I think Nike has a lot of control over this and Nike wants to kind of play it safe. And that's why when you look at all the city edition jerseys this year, they're all just kind of safe, aren't they? Like nothing is like, oh, oh, whoa, like what are they doing here? That's wild. All of them are just kind of clean and safe. This is clean. One thing to note that when you look at the shorts, one, the Crescent City basketball logo looks cool in different colors there, certainly. Look at the side, though. You can see the Pelican's wing there. Instead of, like, feathers, there's the outline of the feathers, and normally you kind of have, like, the feathers lined on the inside, too, to kind of show you the individual feathers. It looks like bones. It looks like bones, and it looks like we're getting, like, a skeleton Pelican's logo, and I think that's kind of cool. I also hope that means there's going to be a lot of other fun additional merchandise with the with these city edition jerseys because like you know a skeleton pelican that kind of rhymes in like I said that out loud I'm saying it in my head as I was about to speak it and I'm like this sounds like kind of dumb but the skeleton pelican <laughs> it's making me laugh is kind of fun I think and just something different it reminds you kind of of like the old New Orleans voodoo logo which kind of seemed to have that a little bit and so I like them just doing something different, like finally getting out there and it, it's not extreme, but it is different. You know, I'd like them to lean more into the voodoo and the swamp. Could you have tied that kind of all together a little bit more? And they'll, when they actually release this, they'll kind of give you the themes of it. They'll tell you the, you know, kind of the inspiration for things, why that color, why, you know, the purple in there as well, and go into all of that, which I think will maybe make us appreciate these jerseys, the pants, or the, the shorts, the jerseys, the uniform a little bit more. And so I do think these will probably grow on people over time. And the players seem pretty excited about it. I think they like the skeleton pelican. I can't not laugh when I say that. They like that skeleton logo that it appears is going to be on there. And I wish we had the full view of that because I do think that's going to look really, really awesome. And I think they're kind of digging that. You know, I think they're enjoying like an all black uniform, which we've never really seen here at all. So this is fun. I think it's different. We got to give them credit for that. You know, the process for designing the jerseys is interesting, too. It's a collaboration between Nike and the team where the team kind of submits like a vision board, I believe, and a lot of the ideas they're having. And the Nike designers kind of roll with it. They get really creative and then you kind of refine the designs down from that, I believe. I might be a little bit wrong on that process, 
But Nike, I think, ultimately has the final say, and they very clearly are being safe with it because some of the designs I've seen are kind of out there. And I, there are some that are green and like green all around that would make y'all lose your mind. You would buy them immediately. They would sell tons of them. And I don't know why they don't do these other than they are like very, very different, I guess. And so maybe that's too much for Nike and what they want to do. But I can promise you that the Pelicans themselves want to do some like really, really fun stuff overall with this. And it just hasn't been able to kind of come to fruition with things. So we'll see if that ends up changing. I believe these are also supposed to tie into kind of like a theme over a two-year period. So City Edition jerseys next year might kind of play off of this theme as well, or there might be kind of like an extension of it is somewhat what I've heard as well. I got to be nebulous about that too, but that could also be really cool. So, you know, I'd say there's probably more to come with the City Edition jerseys, not just this year, but next year too. And I think that's going to be a really, really cool thing. So hopefully it just gets better. But I like that they just at least did something different. Let me know what you think in the comments down below on YouTube. So coming up next, Giannis re-signed and signed an extension with the Milwaukee Bucks. That's annoying. That's annoying. And it impacts the Pelicans. We'll talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Right now, though, I'm going to tell you about Game Time, the best ticket buying app out there. Buying tickets is frustrating. You don't know if your seats are going to be good. Do you know what the view is? Are you going to have a good view? Or is it kind of further away than you think? Or you're in the corner, you don't particularly love that? Or you can't know, should you buy now? Should you buy later? Or you want to go? Do you get a good deal on last-minute tickets? There's so much uncertainty of that. And Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You get to see the view from your seats before you buy, so you know what it's going to look like. The all-in price is shown up front, inclusive of fees, so you're not getting hit with extras after when you go to checkout, and now your ticket price has doubled. And with the Game Time guarantee, it means you're going to get the best price every time. If you find tickets in the same section in row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So you can buy and you know you're getting the best price at that moment because if things really drop, they're going to credit you and you're going to be totally okay. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Just made going to opening night for the Pelicans on Saturday cheaper for you. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. For your second listen, the Locked On Ultimate NBA Season Preview is here. It's a six-episode series with all 30 of our Locked On team shows from contenders to tankers. We go in-depth into the biggest storylines heading into the season. Catch all six episodes on Locked On NBA on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm on there with a group of like, what are we? Are we contenders? Are Are we just right on the outside looking in, kind of playing hopefuls? Playoff hopefuls? It's a good group. It's a lot of fun. We get to kind of talk about each other's teams. Go give it a listen. So... Let's talk about the Pelicans' trade assets because this is going to be important this season. They own a couple of picks and pick swaps from the Milwaukee Bucks, and we were hopeful that maybe that team would implode, that Giannis wouldn't stay there long-term, and then those picks become really, really valuable. And he was saying, I don't know if I'm going to be there if they're not truly trying to contend. Who knows, right? 
Maybe not. And it was like, oh, if he wants out and they trade him, those picks are really good. Maybe you even trade the Bucks picks for Giannis himself in like these this huge moment of like incredible irony, right? The goal of putting those picks in the Drew, you know, from the Drew Holiday trade that far out, where you're trying to kind of outlast Giannis's tenure with the Bucks. Okay, if we, if we put him out seven years, six years, as far as we can, maybe he's not there and who knows what's going to happen. But if we get these picks in the next year or two, we know they're going to be good because they have Drew Holiday and they have Giannis and they want a title. Well, that didn't end up happening either way because Giannis is definitely there for the foreseeable future and it like actually looks like he could spend his whole career with that team in a small market, which is absolutely incredible and tells you a lot about him kind of as a person, as a player too, which is something to admire. And then, of course, this summer they traded for Damian Lillard, who's also under contract for three, four more years, whatever it is. These picks now aren't worthless per se, but yeah, the value's gone down. They're going to be a contender for the next three, four years. Simple as that. You know, even if they get caught, you know, by the second apron, which they might not even go into. They're going to still be able to get guys on vet minimum things and kind of retool their roster and just do what they need to do. These it makes the two picks that they have unprotected first round picks kind of useless. It might be time then to package one of those with Kyra Lewis Jr. and duck under the luxury tax. Just move off from him. Use one of those picks that's now closer to a second round pick than not and get under there because you're starting to see some roster cuts right now and maybe there's a guy or two the Pelicans want to get to kind of finalize a roster spot because I don't believe they really have any interest in playing a guy like um, uh, Kyra Lewis Jr. Um, much at all. I'm trying to find one thing here. Where do Where is it? Um, so there's a couple of you know guys that I think you could see the team go after but you're not going to do it until you kind of clear space here. So that's, I think, something that the Pelicans really need to potentially look at doing and go getting a guy that just fits the team a little bit more than they have before. You know, you look at a guy like Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who was just cut by the Houston Rockets, you know, is a center, is a big man that can maybe give you a little bit of what you need or a little bit more athleticism, hasn't had his career really come together in the two years um, that you would have liked. But he's a guy that can give you some boards, some points, and is just a big man that can actually have some ability to defend on the perimeter. Would you play him potentially more than a guy like Cody Zeller? I think so. And if Kyra Lewis Jr. isn't in your healthy rotation, and when I when I laid that out there, he wasn't. He's only in there just because there's three injuries, right? I think of all of the guys I listed, you know, he really might not be in there if one or two of them come back. Maybe there's this is the opportunity to use these picks because well, they're, they're not going to get better. So you may as well try and do what you need to do now or include both those picks in a trade for center. If you could get a starting center for your two bucks picks plus Valanchunas and maybe something else, I don't know. That starts to look really more appealing. And this is one of those things of, you know, it's a gamble when you do certain moves and this one didn't really pan out. And, you know, would it have been better suited for the Pelicans to include those draft picks for something in the, you know, sooner, make a trade earlier? Yeah, probably. But unfortunately, this is a gamble that they took and it didn't 
quite work out. So it's probably time to use those picks in a way that makes you more competitive right now or just fits your roster better right now than it has been in the past. And that's probably what I would be looking to do if I were New Orleans and see if you can get a little bit of help here, especially with some of the injuries, you know, that they're dealing with to start the season. Let me know what you think. It's disappointing that those picks went from like, could be good earlier in the summer to like, oh no, they're really not good at all. How it goes sometimes. So they got a very good return for Drew Holiday. So I'm happy with what they did there. And, you know, also did right by Drew, which I think is a very nice thing to see as well. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Hey, guess what? I get to say it's a game day tomorrow and I am excited about that. I will see you after the game live on YouTube for a live episode of Locked on Pelicans. It's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait. Season starts tomorrow. Basketball is back. We made it, y'all. It's been the Locked On Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Go join the Locked On Pelicans Insiders group. Click that link down below. Sign up. You get to text me. I'll text you right back. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with y'all tomorrow.